here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. I have a disturbing story to share with you from a Colorado mom uh, who, uh, who has a 12-year-old daughter. She was invited by an art teacher to an art club at school. Turns out not exactly, you know, art. Uh, it was a GSA club. We all know what that is, of course. GSA, a Gender and Sexuality Alliance uh, club. She went in. She was asked of her sexual attraction. She's 12. Uh, the uh, speaker said, if you're not 100% comfortable in your own body, maybe it's because you're transgender. Uh, not good. Not good. Mom brought it up. Mom's the bad guy. No, I don't think so. This is a disturbing story because it's happening absolutely everywhere. But it's a good story because people are standing up. And I think this Colorado mom has more allies than she can even imagine. We talk to her in 60 seconds. Okay. You know, I was talking last hour about how how wrong inflation is. And when you take away the free market and you replace it with a Fed-driven market, which is what our stock market was, once the Fed stops pouring money into it, what happens? Six weeks in a row now, the Dow has dropped. So if you had money in uh, the stock market, you lost a lot, a lot. And then inflation with your bank account, your your retirement savings lost. If you have stuff in your bank account because of inflation, that's losing money. I just would like to have the money I have earned over my lifetime. But the Fed's not helping you, neither is the Treasury or the federal government. In fact, we are looking at real, real problems. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about silver. Biden's plan now is to spend another trillion dollars. During hyperinflation in the Weimar Republic, silver went from 12 marks an ounce to 544 billion marks per ounce. That's the real number. It wasn't so long ago and it could happen again. Goldline has some of the most sought after silver products in the precious metals market. Please call them. Find out about the new Ben Franklin silver rounds. They are unbelievable. They're really great. Goldline is giving away silver maple flex bars with qualifying orders of the Ben Franklin silver rounds this week. These I'm buying. I'm buying silver rounds. These Ben Franklin things, they are uh, they're fantastic. They're just fantastic. Check them out yourself. Call them 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Okay, let's meet this, this poor mom, Erin Lee, full-time working mother of three. Hi, Erin. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm well. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you bet. You bet. I read your story, and I just... Uh, Honestly, I am glad this isn't happening to my children because I don't think I have the restraint to be a decent human being if this was happening to my children. Um, can you tell us exactly what happened? 
Yeah. So last year, my shy, vulnerable, barely 12-year-old daughter who had just moved to a new school at the height of COVID protocol was recruited by her art teacher and her homeroom teacher to attend art club after school. So she texted us. We gave our permission for art club. When she got there, it was actually GSA or Gender and Sexuality Awareness or Alliance Club. And the teacher had invited in a completely unqualified outside presenter who did unthinkable things with the children. And I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. She told them what you hear in here, keep in here. She used flags to describe defining words, telling them that if they're not fully comfortable in their bodies, that means they're transgender. And then she would hand out the flags and stickers and bracelets and other swag. She told them that queer is a label for when they're still figuring out their sexuality. She did the genderbred person, which explicitly asks kids who they're sexually attracted to. So 11, 12, 13-year-olds with peers and adults in the room talking about their sexuality. Um, She handed out her personal contact information and invited them to connect on teen chat platforms like WhatsApp and Discord, where she knows that parents are not monitoring the conversation. And she told them that families might not be safe and it's okay to lie about where they are. And in fact, the art teacher, as my daughter was leaving the room that day, pulled her aside and said, remember, you don't have to tell your mom. Okay, so uh, uh, what happened? You bring this up. I've seen the emails. Uh, What has happened? So thank God my daughter got in the car and I could see on her face when I picked her up that something was wrong. And so we probed and we're really fortunate that she told us what happened. We've seen all kinds of horror stories about teachers and and presenters like this leading kids down this transgender path, you know, leading them into medical transition. So we're lucky we caught it right when it happened. heavens. Um, somehow remained calm enough to follow the appropriate channels. I mean, we were livid. We were confused. We didn't even believe this was real at first. So our first step was to contact the woman who gave her personal information to my child. And her response was delusional. It doubled down on everything that she did. And so we demanded a sit down with the principal. And he confirmed that this, in fact, happened in secret, that they always hold this meeting in secret because as a public school, they have to offer children a safe space. So essentially a safe space from their families. Um, We took it to the school board. They ignored my pleas for months. When I finally got a sit down with a board member, it turns out she's best friends with the woman who came into the classroom. Oh, my gosh. She volunteers with her organization. This woman has an organization called Skittles for kids 5 to 11 to talk about their sexuality and gender identity. And our school board member volunteers with Skittles. So we realized, and again, those FOIA emails showed that they immediately colluded when I objected to what happened. They immediately colluded with the school board to keep me quiet. They referenced parents who find out as barriers that the school board has removed. They talked about sending social services into my home because I didn't like what they did with my child. This is really this. This one is so far. I mean, all of it is over the line. But when they actually suggest that maybe we need to do a well check on this child, basically internally saying, is there something that the school district can do to uh, put this parent in their place? Maybe they're being abused. This child's being abused or maybe because they are transgender uh, and the parent doesn't want to admit it. So we're going to send in a well check team. That is a direct threat to you. 
Absolutely. And they, my daughter had never expressed gender dysphoria before. She never expressed that she'd had any trouble at home. They never spoke to me. I never spoke to any of the people that did these things before they decided to, to talk about calling CPS. I think they knew we were at our most vulnerable moment as a family that they caused. And in the state of Colorado, if my child had said to CPS that I wasn't affirming her transgender identity, I firmly believe they would have removed her from the oh, home. Oh, yeah, they would have. And that. And the people knew this, right, when they suggested that CPS come to our home to remove our child. And if our child is not under our care, then they have full control of her brain and her heart. My gosh, Aaron, can you believe you live in the United States of America? Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> Colorado is off the rails in particular, but this is happening everywhere. I mean, this isn't just unique to California and Colorado. This is happening in conservative states and conservative communities. This kind of secretive sexuality programming and vilifying parents, you know, assuming that parents are evil until proven innocent. It's happening everywhere. So where does it stand now? <laughs> Still has not been addressed. N nothing has, nothing has happened. Nothing, nothing has happened. happened. We got a lot of false promises from school administration, a lot of, you know, they showed empathy. And I, I realize now it was just gaslighting. They realized the, the repercussions that could potentially happen and it's happening right now for them. And they tried really hard to keep me quiet by making false promises. But my FOIA requests mm -hmm. and, and their actions show me that it was just gaslighting. So do you have any other parents that are standing with you? You know, it felt for a long time like I was alone on an island with this issue, and I, I wanted to believe it was an isolated incident. And the more we've looked into it, we realized just how deeply this agenda runs in our school district. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, the school board is involved. The teachers unions are involved at the local level, at the state level. Um, so we realized that, that this is an issue that isn't going away. The, the teachers unions. Can you tell me about the involvement of the teachers unions? Yeah, well, they're, they're just deeply involved with our school board, with our decisions. Um, the woman who was in the classroom, this outside presenter, is an employee of the county health department. We have proof that she's had multiple meetings with the local school board president. Um, I'm sorry, school union uh, president. So we, we've just realized that they're all deeply entrenched with each other. So what are you going to do now? I know, I know your child is out at a Christian school doing fine now, but what, what are you going to do? Yes, and I have a, a second grader who remained in the school district for the rest of this year who will now be moving to a charter school that was founded on, you know, the principles of parental rights, and it's, it's really a pretty conservative school. So we're lucky that we removed our children, but parents need to get louder, community members, grandparents. This We have to speak up, especially at the school board level, and let them know that what they're doing isn't okay, demand curriculum transparency. Other parents need to get their kids out of this district. It's not safe. Um, so I continue to, to sound the alarm because we tried every other avenue and it didn't work. I mean, we contacted the police after this happened. Had it been on a playground, that would have been my first call. The only reason I remained calm is because it was with a trusted teacher in a closed setting. and I didn't fully understand everything that happened. But the police indicated that because there was no exposure of body parts or physical touch, that there are no legal repercussions. Um, but our sheriff did tell me I need to get loud because just because it's not illegal doesn't mean it isn't wrong. And other parents deserve the opportunity to protect their children like I couldn't. I, I'll tell you, listen to your sheriff. Um, sheriff, th that sounds like a good sheriff. Um, what, what town are you in or what district are you in? 
So I'm in the Poudre School District, which is Fort Collins, Colorado. We live in a small suburb outside of Fort Collins, only about 10,000 people. And Isn't that generally conservative? Yeah, it's conservative, right? It is. And so they target our area. Some of those FOIA emails uh, revealed that they realize this is a conservative community, and so they're going to target it and put as much programming in place as they can. And they did. The week after this happened, the same woman was in our Boys and Girls Club with elementary age students. Same thing. Don't tell your parents. And some parents found out and, and raised their concern. Now she's been removed from Boys and Girls Club, but she's in our libraries. She's so on our how can this department. be in a conservative <laughs> community? Nobody is standing up with you. Well, now they are. Okay, good. <laughs> I think it just has all been so secretive, and that's their intent. And again, in those emails, you can see that they said how we deal with this parent sets a precedent moving forward. So they knew that, you know, they didn't want anyone to find out. And as soon as I found out, they knew that there would be some serious repercussions. And they tried very hard to keep me quiet. Um, but now that this has gained so much attention, there's a lot of people in the community who have spoken up and a lot of parents who have had the same thing happen. I've had multiple families reach out and say, this same thing happened with the same teacher in that school. What do we do? So a lot of people just didn't know. They didn't know to connect the dots. That, that is that an so unsafe. That's an unsafe teacher. Who still teaches and who is still the GSA sponsor at that school. I mean, how, I mean, because of the teachers unions, you'll never get rid of them. But I mean, I am a big supporter of the arts, huge supporter of the arts. Uh, I'm an artist myself uh, and I, my children's school really, you know, doesn't have, you know, the arts in their school. It's a academic school, so they don't do the arts very well. And I have to tell you, it bothers me, but I would never put my kid in that art class with an, uh, I think that's an unsafe teacher when I can't agree when I can't go and meet with a teacher and know that I'm hearing the truth about what my child is doing. I got no time for you. These people think, you know, like, like uh, Joe Biden said that these are their children while they're there. No, they're not. You work for me. I don't work for you. <sighs> That's the assumption that these children belong to them. And since this happened, our school has hired three administrative staff, a chief academic equity, diversity, inclusion oh, officer, in maybe triple what a teacher makes. They hired a DEI coordinator and they hired an LGBTQIA plus coordinator. In a town has, <laughs> of 10,000. Well, for the school district, but her, her job description literally says coaching students advancing LGBTQIA programming, and increasing gender support plans. And I don't know if you know what those are. I'm not really sure. Can you give me an extra minute? Let me do a commercial and then come back. Sure. Okay. Back in just a second. This thing. Absolutely. If it's happening in Fort Collins, it's happening everywhere. And what's really disturbing is she's saying, no, we were targeted because we are a conservative district. A deep spring cleaning can do wonders for your home, but where you really take things to the next level is in the updates, and that can cost a lot of money. But blinds don't break the bank. Blinds.com has both the expertise and the vast selection necessary to help you find the perfect window treatments for your home. By the time they're done with you, it's going to 
make it look like your entire house got an extreme makeover. They have indoor and outdoor products, so your deck and patio can look as amazing as your interior of your house. And they make the whole process easier than ever by giving you access to expert design consultants for free and local pros who handle the installation, which, by the way, comes at one low cost, no matter how many windows you do. So, number one retailer of custom window coverings online. There's a reason. It's Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Go there now. Save up to 40% site-wide. And through May 17th, all solar and roller shades are 40% off. It's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. I I have to tell you, uh, we're talking to Erin Lee. She's a full-time working mom of three and now has another full-time job of just trying to figure out what's happening in her school and school district. Uh, I have to tell you, I, I these teachers' unions, if you are a teacher and you are still paying your dues, and I, parents, start telling your teachers this. If you are still paying dues to a teacher's union, you don't have to belong to You're part of the problem. I don't care how great you are, how trusted you are. I cannot trust you if you're still helping fund this kind of stuff. Anyway, Aaron. Welcome back. Yeah. So you were you were saying uh, this new um, uh, gender equity uh, consultant at the school is is doing something that I don't think I've heard of. What was it? Gender support plans. And they're they're secretive. So it's, I'm not shocked that you haven't heard of them, but everyone needs to be aware because they do these everywhere. It's not just here in Colorado. It's happening everywhere. These gender support plans are essentially transition plans for children. So written plans to transition their gender. And usually these happen in secret. The gender support plans have verbiage for the educators to gauge parents' support. And if the support is low, they don't tell them. And it's happening in our elementary schools here. And this person was hired to increase gender support plans. So secretly transitioning kids in our public schools. This is evil. This is just straight up evil. It is. I mean, who do you think you are? And to keep it secret, to keep it secret, that's the problem. You want a transition plan? Great. Present it at the school board hearing. Let let the community see it. You know, and then if you want to protect the kids, uh, you know, their identity while they're doing it, you're, how can you do that? How can they transition and keep it from the kids at school they'll just keep it from the parents my gosh this is evil just evil right and not just that our this lgbtq coordinator and our director of student services and other school staff have directed all nurses in our district to first of all if a child comes to you for anything ask their pronouns so if a kindergartner has a tummy ache first question is okay what's your pronoun if i call home what name do i call you But they've also been instructed to not tell parents if a child is suicidal, cutting, or attempting suicide. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Suicide attempts from parents as well. And what is the reason for that? Because parents aren't safe. 
Parents might not be safe. So if we tell parents that this child is suicidal, it's going to make it worse. Get your kids out of schools. Get them out of these schools. Vote for people that will give school choice and the money will follow the children. This has got to stop. It's got to stop. Uh, Aaron, you contact me anytime uh, that you need some uh, backup reinforcement. You need people to know about something. You call me anytime. All right. Thank you. I will. God bless you. Thank you so much. Aaron Lee in Fort Collins, Colorado. Where are you, parents? Where are you, conservatives? Are you standing up? The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Credit card debt is incredibly sensitive when it comes to rate hikes. It's already, um, you know, usually the debt with the highest interest rate to begin with. And now credit cards? Are you kidding me? Average rate on a new card is nearly 20%. That's absurd. And it's only going to get much worse. Everything you do right now should be trying to get yourself out of debt. May I recommend taking a few minutes out of your day today. Call American Financing for a free mortgage review. Right now, mortgage rates are in the fives, but they're fixed rates. So you can spend less on interest and get out of that debt much, much faster just by doing a cash out refinance. Could mean saving up to $1,000 a month in monthly savings without having to restart your mortgage term. So please, please find out your options. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 1-800-906-2440. Do it now. AmericanFinancing.net. You check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every day, live, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anytime, anywhere you get your podcast. Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Glenbeck program. I am uh, so glad that you joined us uh, today. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. We've got some Oh, wait until I tell you. On tomorrow's program, we're going to cover the school the uh, the Wisconsin middle schoolers that have been accused of sexual harassment because they refused to call a student they them. <clears throat> Oof. Wait until you hear that one. Uh, all right. Let's see. I've got... Uh, I, have, I have Steve on. Who do we... We have Brian. Brian Smith on now. Brian! Good morning, Glenn. Tell, tell uh, Steve um, reschedule uh, when he calls. Um, Brian, how are you? Doing great this morning. Thank you. I am. Uh, I'm thrilled to talk to you. You. Uh, this is a uh, just so you know, America. This is a very personal uh, interview because uh, uh, Brian is running to be the representative in uh, my district in Idaho, and there they are talking about. I live in a district of farmers, 
And you should know that all over the country, but here is a great example. Um, they are trying to get rid of a lot of our dams for power reasons. You know, they, the fish and I mm. like them for power reasons, but also we get all of our farming water from the reservoirs. Uh, and if you get rid of the dams, that's going to be a problem. And I know they're not talking about it in the lower part of the state, but uh, the the republic some of the Republicans are actually talking about uh, getting rid of some of the dams, right? Breaching the dams. That's correct. Uh, and you're not. Mike, no, Mike <laughs> Simpson, the guy wants to breach dams. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and uh, what would that do? So it would uh, destroy the water transportation system from Lewis and Idaho out to Portland. There are 3,000 Idaho grain growers that ship their grain, the equivalent of about 880 semi-truckloads a week. They use barges to barge their grain. That would destroy that. It would also Jeez. destroy... It would also destroy clean, emission-free uh, hydroelectric power for about 800,000 homes. That's mm. enough electricity for uh, the entire state of Idaho. Uh, and it will threaten to increase electrical rates for all ratepayers. So it sounds like a really good idea. I can see why they might be voting for your, your uh, competitor there. Um, Brian, you're running for the U.S. House, um, but you've, have you been in politics before? So I ran in 2014 against Mike Simpson because he was just too liberal and he's accomplished the impossible. He's gotten far worse. So I'm running against him again. (laughs) I've never been a public office. I've been involved in the Idaho uh, political, you know, the Republican Party, but I've never been elected to anything uh, by the public. But I hold that as a badge of honor. Do you have any idea what you'd be getting yourself into. I mean, I have so many friends that go to Washington and they're like, Glenn, I thought I knew it's, I mean, it's evil what's happening now in Washington. That's a quote from somebody. Yeah. It's uh, it's probably like uh, raising teenagers. You're probably better off not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Teenagers might be less frustrating and I know how frustrating they are. I've had four. Um, so Brian, the big issues that you are looking into, first of all, ESG, do you know about it? And are you for middle ground or against? I know about ESG. I totally oppose it. It is basically, uh, it's basically credit scores for social thinking. And I totally oppose that. And what is the, um, so far, so good. Uh, what is the biggest issue that you feel you have to tackle? Well, first, from our state, uh, Mike Simpson's just been a terrible career politician. He's been a liberal. He's voted for things that are just totally contrary to the people in my district. Uh, and, and so the first thing I need to tackle is we need to send somebody from our district who will stick up uh, for our dams, who will be for uh, pro-life, somebody who's been endorsed by CPAC, that's an endorsement I have, uh, and also Idaho Chooses Life. So the first big issue for me is to have somebody actually be a conservative voice from Idaho 
speaking out against the liberals and the leftists. And Brian, I did not realize how big of a problem this was in really conservative areas. I mean, your district is very conservative uh, and your, you know, your competition is uh, is is liberal, but he is a Republican. And so people are like, oh, no, he's a Republican. He's great. No, 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 no. We've got to stop these fake Republicans, these these Mitt Romneys from getting in the the uh, what's his name? Turtle face, Pat uh, McConnell. McConnell. You got to stop with these guys. Otherwise, we're never going to get anywhere. We're never going to be able to save our country. Glenn, when I ran last time in 2014, Mitt Romney endorsed Mike Simpson. Mm. Holy cow, that should be the That's kiss an indictment. of death. <laughs> and, and Simpson uh, also voted against, uh, or he voted for the January 6th commission. Uh, he said Trump was unfit to be president. He's opposed term limits. He's everything that uh, we oppose. Last oh, year gosh. in January, co-sponsored a bill to give special transgender rights to people. Uh, he is just bad for Idaho, and we need somebody who will speak out and represent our values. Tomorrow is the um, uh, tomorrow is the primary, right? Yes, tomorrow is the big day. How you doing? We think we think we're doing we're doing very well. I mean, it should be. I mean, I've heard neck and neck. Yeah, I think that's an accurate description. Okay. Um, usually, an endorsement from me is a kiss of death. So <laughs> I, I just don't endorse people because they it never works out. I'm thinking about endorsing anyone but your competitor um but uh i have heard a lot of really great things about you um and while i don't endorse anybody i i do hope people will take a strong look and then when they're in the primary and they close that curtain behind them or stand up with their ballot they ask themselves do you want more of this same crap because the people who have been giving us this crap cannot change it. They created it. And we need change desperately. And not just any change, but change with people who really, truly understand it. You want a guy who's not going to fight for your water, your energy with the dams? Do you know what that's going to mean? You can't stop taking energy at this point from your dams you can't get rid of the reservoir half the darn state is a desert and you're growing things in it yeah but they're trying to save the salmon population. oh i know i know i know it's very save very the salmon very important it's and super important if anyone understands how broken this system is in washington you cannot go with mitt romney or mitt romney wannabes you can't if you have those kinds of people in there, they will never do the heavy lifting of closing down agency. How do you feel about closing down the Department of Ed? Oh, it'd be my first priority. If I had <laughs> <laughs> Great. All I mean, over the Department of Education. What'd you say? If I had the ability to sprinkle magic evaporation dust disappearing dust i'd sprinkle it all over the department of education oh my gosh it is a nightmare this is the kind of politician that you want you want someone i don't care where you're voting tomorrow if they don't say hey, absolutely if i had the power i would dissolve the uh, department of education 
tomorrow. That is something that every single parent in this country should be fighting for. Somebody that understands that ESG is going to put you right in the crosshairs and we're close to it. We cannot have any more wishy-washy people. Brian, I'm, I thank you for, for calling in. Uh, and I thank wish you. sincerely wish you the best of luck. It's Brian Smith. Remember that name, Brian Smith, U.S. House candidate. And Brian, if you do get in, I'm going to, you know, I'll be your best friend or your worst nightmare. <laughs> if you if you get in there and you start doing crappy stuff. Glenn, you, you and I'll be friends. People even tell me that we look a lot alike. Oh, I'm so sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Brian. Hey, can I do a plug for website uh, brian smith for idaho.com no <laughs> what is it again <laughs> brian smith for idaho.com now absolutely don't mention can't, it can't let you do thank it. you very much thanks brian i appreciate it <laughs> brian smith for uh, idaho.com uh tomorrow is yet another primary in more states and it is so important that you get out. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, last week, last weekend, it was uh, voting in you know in our local town, and uh, I'm not going to say who I was going to vote for or whatever. But I came home because I had been working all day, didn't have a chance, completely forgot. My wife came uh, when I got in. She said, "Did you vote?" And I'm like, "Oh crap, no." So we looked it up. The person I was going to vote against, one by one vote. No. As it oh turns out, when they when they recounted, wow, that person lost by six votes. Thank God. Oh, but I was, I couldn't sleep. I was like, <laughs> I can't. Uh, what have I done? What have I done? Please. Mm. Everyone in this audience, when you get to a day where you are holding these primaries, you can't just have a Republican. You have to have lions in there. Lions. Back in just a minute. Did you know that kids can be target of identity theft just like adults can? School or medical office data breaches are common, and uh, that's what happens. Information is exposed to cyber thieves. You can help protect your child's identity by limiting how you share their social security number. But everybody, I mean, what's crazy, I've had my kids under LifeLock since their birth because when you get to, you know, actually go out and have credit, you might find out that their credit is destroyed because somebody was using it for years and years and years. This is one of the reasons LifeLock is there. They can't catch everything. Nobody can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And I think they're the best. And here's one of the reasons. If you do become a victim, their restoration specialist will work with you to help fix the problem quickly. One of the other reasons is LifeLock is partners with Norton. And we know how good Norton is. Join now. These are the two best in the business. Join now. Save up to 25% in your first year with promo code BECK, 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com, promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Oh, man. I am getting more and more angry at these Republicans uh, and the and the Republican infrastructure mm-hmm. when they are just promoting uh, guys like, um, what's his name? Mike Simpson. Mike Simpson. Yeah. This guy, listen to that. This is this is his plan. Right. Uh, for water and and the dams to save the uh, to save the, the salmon. He wants to remove four hydroelectric dams. Uh, replacing the electricity lost, though the article doesn't say how they're going to replace it. Well, that's easy. You just, you know, one of these magic things. Yeah, Yeah, one of these magic things. All right. Well, then that's covered. So Uh, if you get rid of the hydroelectric and the coal, uh that's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Won't it, though? Yes. Uh, They're going to pay communities and businesses and give American Indian tribes more power. Uh, at At a cost. This is a conservative. Yes, supposedly supposedly a conservative yeah 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 but it's a way to end the salmon wars people have been fighting over endangered salmon in the area for decades and it's only going to cost 33.5 billion dollars oh that's it that's all oh my gosh that's that's great right that's not bad oh no that's that's good so you remove the hydroelectric power that's clean and efficient and renewable by the way uh and you replace it with magic pixie dust that's going to be good. And you save some salmon. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. I love it. I love so, it. So look, at. I mean, it, here's the thing. And you have to, this is happening in your state too. Okay. This is happening in every this single. This kind of thing is going on it everywhere. Is, and mm-hmm. it's happening with our Republicans. That's why when I was talking to Brian Smith, I don't endorse anybody, but I got to tell you, if, if you're not voting tomorrow, uh, if there is a vote, if you're not voting in the primary, you are part of the problem. OK, and I hope somebody I hope your candidate loses by one uh, because, man, that just that killed me when I thought that was luckily six other people went out. It is th- it's this close. It's this close. Mm-hmm. And anyone who is saying we got to take down the hydroelectric dams, you know, to save the salmon, he has no idea what time it is in America. He I don't know what planet that person is from. And that's a Republican. No, dear heavens. Brian Smith, get out and vote for Brian Smith. Brian Smith for Idaho.com. Fortunately, that's. That's not an endorsement. That's just a suggestion. It's a suggestion. Right? It's just not a suggestion. Yeah. Look, I don't live there full time. <laughs> I don't, you know, and I'm not going to give. I, I just don't because it's always a kiss of death. That's the main reason. It's mm-hmm. always a kiss of death. So let me just, uh, <laughs> just so I'm not tempting fate. Don't like the guy. Ah, yeah, I don't like the guy. Not good. You God know who you, sh- you should endorses Mike Simpson. <laughs> he'll for it, sure yeah, lose. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> how how could anyone claim that they are, are conservative? I don't You're know. trying to save the freaking fish. I don't care yeah. if it's the last fish on earth. I know. At this time with everything else that's going on with energy and water. Insanity. Insane. That's, that's, Cali- you might as well be a Republican in California for the love of Pete. District 2. Brian the Smith. Program.